will uh, get into uh, the preview of next week in uh, another episode. But uh, like I said at the beginning, this is a two-part show. So we're going to get into uh, recapping the NFL, man. Uh, like I said, NFL uh, was really good. Was that week two, right? We I mean, week two. So we're, uh, like I said, we, yeah, we're thinking, going into week two. This is week two. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we we getting into getting into the, the the season, man. Everybody kind of stretched their legs week one, uh, and then now week two we start to build on what happened, man. I never uh, forget one of my favorite coaches of all time, uh, Herman Edwards, said. Uh, we break the season into four four quarters. So uh we, you know, three and one in the first one, three and one in the next one, three and one all the way through. We'd be pretty good at the end of the season. So uh mm-hmm. he said those words and I think we cool, you know what I'm saying? So uh I think that's a good way to think about it. And we still in the first quarter of the season, so everything's new. But uh we gotta start the show talking about Nick Chubb, man. Out for the season, man, with a crazy knee injury, man. Uh, yeah, but, I don't want to talk about it. But, <laughs> but, but, I'm gonna say this because we 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 in the same fantasy league. Almost had you. Almost had you. Yeah, you literally. Am I even gonna lie? Like where I messed up, and we're not gonna get off topic too crazy. But this is where I pretty much messed up. If I would have knew that DeAndre Swift was going to go off and drop damn near 30, he would have been starting. Tyreek Hill is – no, not Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Tyreek Hill put up decent points for me too. But, like, dude, like, I was sweating. I'm like, yeah, I'm screwed. I'm like, yeah, he's got Najee and he's got him. And I'm like – and I was watching the uh, Dolphins and the Patriots play. And I'm like, look, I don't need y'all to win, but I need Tyreek to get in the end zone and just – Rack right. up. I was like, I was like, I almost had like, him. Bro. Okay, we okay. I was like, I almost bro, had him. Almost bro, had him. When, we lost, when we lost, I'm like, oh, okay, well, those two are gonna find their way in the end zone. I'm probably gonna lose. And then when I check back, I'm like, well, damn, the percentages are saying like 70 30. I'm like, well, what the hell happened? Wow, they're not doing nothing. I'm like, oh, he got hurt. And I'm like, well, that sucks. I predicted him to win freaking offensive player of the year, so that's unfortunate. But I mean, my second guy to get offensive play of the year still good. He was running mad too, man. He was looking good, man. They couldn't do nothing with him, and just a crazy injury, man. Like, dude, it's just I couldn't believe that, man. Like, Mm -hmm. and now you know, and now you know, Cleveland looked really good, you know, against Cincinnati. So you were starting to think, like, you know, yeah. They was looking real good week one against Cincinnati. So, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, let, you know, you look at uh, the injury now, you know, it puts a lot on Deshaun Watson, man. Yeah, uh, but you know what? But you know what? Um, Jerome Ford is not a not a bad – he's not Nick Chubb, but he he's a good replacement, man. I mean, I, I followed his career uh, at Bama. He didn't really get a lot of playing time at Bama. But when he transferred to uh, Cincinnati, boy, he was he was dogging people, man. He was good, really good. So, uh, you know, I expect him to, you know, fill it in. But it's not going to be the same, obviously, especially when it comes to pass pro. 
But I do think, you know, saying, you know, look, if you're Deshaun Watson, you you're a captain of the team. Uh, you gotta you gotta lead your guys, man. Like I said, you don't have a bad team, not at all. It's not a bad team at all. From what um, I saw uh, last last uh, not last night, but night. He's yeah, man. I, I I think I think he 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 just has to do. He has to get his team together, bro. It's his team. Like I said, you gotta rally your guys, man. Obviously, he he has a lot on his plate, being you know a lot of off the field stuff that was bothering him over the last couple of years. But you know what? Like I said, he he's playing, so obviously that stuff's not that big a deal now. I mean, it is a big deal, and I'm not saying it's not. But in terms of his football career. Uh, the rumors have seemed to die down a little bit. So he doesn't have to really focus on that anymore. He can focus on playing. So uh, it's interesting to see what the Browns do after that. Like I said, I don't like the Browns, obviously, because uh, uh, my team is the original Browns. But uh, I hate to see, you know, injuries like that happen. But uh, like I said, man, I think I think they'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, is a team that we really didn't predict to do much, you know. Uh, obviously, you know, the Steelers and uh, the Browns were kind of our picks to finish, you know, last in the uh, division. Uh, and, you know, the Ravens mm-hmm. and the Bengals were predicted to be, you know, up there. So, uh, speaking of the Bengals, man, uh, they are 0-2, man. So... Uh, I will talk about the Ravens side of things. I want you to talk about the Bengals side of things in that game. What What did you see? Uh, that was the problem, and then we'll go from there. It just seems like they're missing that it factor. That's like just early on. I don't know what it is. I don't know. If maybe you'd be able to put your finger on it, but I just don't know. Like they're just not. And I'm not saying they can't turn the switch on because I really think they can. Man, like to Baltimore. Like I already said earlier, it might take at least one of them this year for sure. But like that week one, that's that really was a red flag for me. And then you're coming into week two, which is pretty much a must win. Yeah. And you you drop it. Now you're 0-2 in the division. That's not good. It's like if now it's like you need to figure it out and you need to turn that switch on because if you drop another one, that freaking siren's going off. If it's not already going off, dude, like you need to figure it out and we need to get it together because, man, like if they fall apart, they don't even come in second this year. That's a no, no, especially after forking out all that money. And there's talks that they're not going to retain T. Higgins, and you're having stuff with mix and this and that. Like it could blow up, and I don't yeah. think it will, but I think it's definitely on the table to happen. Uh, but man, they need to figure it out. No discredit to Baltimore; they've got a good team. They just Cincinnati needs to figure it out. Uh, so all right, so I unpack a little bit of what you said. So obviously, you know, what I'm saying I'm a Ravens fan, so. I'm, I'm biased. I'm like, yeah, that's that's the one we had to get. Uh, but um, 
it, it's kind of interesting that you talk about uh, Joe Burrow uh, and forking all all the money because historically the Cincinnati Bengals are a really cheap team. Historically, they are cheap. So, especially even going down to the training facilities, like they just upgraded that, like in the last five to ten years, like yeah. that's crazy. So, so when when I'm looking back at the history of this team, uh, it's surprising. It's not surprising that they're struggling uh, because they don't really invest in the team anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you have a. You look at their history. You have players like Carson Palmer. Uh, you know, he still had a lot in the tank. Boomer Sizing. And, and you get rid of him for Andy Dalton. You know what I'm saying? So uh like I'm sorry. I I would rather Carson Palmer. I'm sorry. That's the guy I would rather if I'm looking back right now, I would not have did that. You know what I'm saying? I give uh mm-hmm. his 2020 vision, obviously, but um like I said, I don't I I don't think so. I just would rather that. So when you look at a team like this, it's not surprising that they're struggling because they got to make some financial decisions coming up. You know what I'm saying? This is that hard part of like a Super Bowl team or a Super Bowl runner-up team. Like how are we going to get back? Like how how are we going to get back? And a lot of dudes is coming up for these contracts. Obviously, Joe Burrow was the big piece. You can't let him walk. You can't. You can't because there's many teams that would take Joe Burrow right now. So you can't let him walk at all. But you're going to have to pay Joe Mixon. He's a Pro Bowl guy. He's going to give you 50 catches out the backfield. He's going to give you a thousand yards rushing. So you're looking at a guy like that. He's coming up on his deal, too. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think he was a first round mm-hmm. pick. So the fact that he's outworked his value from where he was drafted lets you know that he's going to be a sought after person. So his Higgins too. Right. He's going to be paid. Higgins obviously is showing that he can be a number one. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you have a guy like Jamar Chase. You know what I'm saying? He has a few years before he's up for a deal. But it's obvious that he's a number one. So T. Higgins been playing just as good, you know, sometimes better. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, the defense is not looking at him, you know, as much as they would look at um, Jamar Chase because Jamar is obviously the number one. But Mm -hmm. he has leverage and, you know, in that, like, yo, I've been producing so he can use that against the Bengals in terms of getting their, their contract, or he can use that as leverage to get in free agency when he gets in free mm-hmm. agency to get a deal. So, you know, if they're in a tough spot. You know, like I said, man, you, you're dealing with a team, in my opinion, that is it's a lot more than football right now. You know, a lot more. It seems like a lot more in that locker room than just football at this point. And, you know, when you have a team that's like divided to where it's not on the same page to the point where I'm worried about getting mine instead of winning all the time, you're going to have a you're going to have a tough season, man. And like I said, they can still turn it around, man. Joe Burrow's a hell of a quarterback, man. So uh, he would have to you know, I'm not sure if he's a 
a rah-rah guy. He really doesn't seem like that. He just seems like a chill dude that just ball out. Lead by example without having to barely say anything. Right, man. He lead by example. So it seems like he's that kind of leader. So you just going to have to show him like, yo, man, look, you want to make this money, you're going to have to play. I played, so shoot, why not? You know what I'm saying? So I just think it's a tough, it's a tough stretch, man. Like I said, I don't know how mm-hmm. that season's gonna go, but uh it's not a good start losing two games in division. Mm-hmm. You're already behind the eight ball. So uh, like I said, I get into my Ravens, man. I am excited, obviously, because that was a game we had to win. Um, obviously got some get back because they beat us in the uh playoffs. Uh, obviously, we didn't have Lamar. I think that would have made a big difference. But even without Lamar, that was still a good game. You know what I'm saying? So um, coming into this season, I look forward to uh, seeing, you know, how Lamar can just make better decisions, be more comfortable in the decisions that he's making. And game one looked a little up and down. You know, new offensive coordinator, obviously, you know, him coming off of a 10-month layoff, being hurt uh, coming into uh, the season. Uh, But like I said, new offensive coordinator, so you kind of getting used to everything. Uh, Obviously, he's a very, very rich person right now because he got paid as well. So I wanted to see his mannerisms there. So coming into week two, I actually liked a lot that was going on, man. I liked a lot of his decision-making. I liked a lot of his passes. Uh, he seems to be kind of slowing it down just a little bit. You know, it seemed like he was pressing against the Texans in week one. Uh, but he um, he looked a little – he looked a lot better uh, in week two, man. Obviously, you know, we re- recovered uh, Dobbins' uh, injury. Uh, so that look, I was looking forward to seeing how our backups would look if we would reach out to, uh, you know, free agent running back, somebody out there that looking to continue their career or be, you know, be on the team, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Adrian Peters is not retired yet. So (laughs) (laughs) Might give him a call, man. He's trying to catch, <laughs> you know, he's trying to catch uh he's trying to catch Emmett. So uh he might want to, you know what I'm saying? So uh, but I digress, man. But I do like Gus Edwards, man. He is around the goal line. He's he's gonna get a lot of touchdowns this year, man. He's gonna get at least 10. At least. Because when we go to the goal line, he just he know how to find the end zone, man. He's quick and straight to the point when it comes to getting in that end zone around the goal line. So I think it'd be good, man. But uh, I was really, I was really excited. I was pleased with how that game went, man. Uh, obviously, I wanted them to win, my team, so I wanted them to win. But I was pleased how our defense played, man. Um, gosh, our defense looks really good, man. I was worried because we're without uh, Marlon Humphrey, but it looks like when he gets back, uh, you know, saying we like we won't miss a beat. Uh, just kind of want him to take his time and really come back healthy because he could be a missing piece of a Super Bowl defense. I really think we have a Super Bowl defense this year, man. Uh, obviously not my Super Bowl pick because I think offensively that's still going to be our bugaboo. Like, I don't think we're going to be able to score as much with a team. And when we get behind, we're not a team that plays well from behind. So I think 
our bugaboo on D on offense will get us, but that's a Super Bowl defense, if you ask me, man. I was scared because I was uh thinking how we're we gonna play without Marlon Humphrey and then how are we gonna play without Marcus Peters? Because I thought they were a great tandem, uh, as far as defensive backs is concerned. So obviously Marcus Peters isn't on our team anymore and Marlon Humphrey's hurt. So it looks like the guys that are playing now actually are pretty good. So I look look forward to that. But like I said, as long as we can keep uh Patrick Queen, who's another player up for a contract, and he looks wonderful. Like um gotta pay him, man. He looks really good. Uh and then Roquan Smith obviously looks really good. I told you I'm high on that linebacker tandem. Uh I think that is the key to our success this year because running sideline to sideline, you're not gonna do it against us you're gonna have to you're gonna have to run up the middle against us to really beat us on defense and uh like i said i look forward to seeing it man so uh like i said man i think that was a really good game um obviously afc north's gonna be a tough tough division Mm -hmm. but i want to get your your take on the atlanta falcons and the packers game because that was a good game, bro. Real good game. I think uh I think Atlanta I mean we're still really early in the season. So I don't so I don't want to I feel like sometimes it gets early and we jump on trains or we start kind of hyping or doing but I think the Falcons are still worth talking about, man. We talked about this in the preseason and there's another team in this division that I would like to talk about as well, but I mean, they're not looking bad, man. No. They're, no, no. they're worth talking about. I mean, Ritter's not looking bad. Bijan's getting the ball. They're scoring touchdowns. Their defense is playing bad. Like, they're worth looking into. I'm not saying they're going to be able to sustain it the entire season. But to be at this point early on, they're not looking bad, man. I think they can definitely run the table with some of these other teams on the schedule. No, nah, man, I don't think so either, man. Uh, I really think B. B John Robinson is right making a, a case for rookie of the year, honestly. Mm-hmm. If we really being honest, uh, because he really opened up their uh their offense a lot, man. Because uh, he can catch and run. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So don't get me wrong. I love Cordell Patterson, uh, but he is like maybe five times better than Cordell Patterson. You know what I'm saying? So um, uh, you know, it, it looks like he's uh he's really like really opened up their offense a lot. And I really like Ritter's mm-hmm. uh decision making, mm-hmm. man. Um he's been re- playing really good. Uh, so I really uh I really like the way he's been playing. Um but uh Bijan is a, a really big piece for them moving forward. Uh, I want to see them use Kyle Pitts a lot more. Uh, because he's a mismatch, man. But they ain't really get him the ball. Maybe that was just mm-hmm. a game plan or whatever, and he'll have more big games later on. But I do think that he um, he should be a bigger piece for them moving forward because I think offensively they can score with just about anybody. Uh, and I love the way that they played because they were actually behind a lot in this game. Uh, it wasn't – they weren't – they pulled it out at the end, uh, but they weren't close, and they came back and won this game. Uh, but uh, I would like to talk about uh, Jordan Love, man. Uh, I mean, it's only two games, but, man, he looks really good, man. 
he looks really good. I mean, uh, his decision making has been really good. He can um, really throw the ball, man. Like he has some receivers that he's really starting to get comfortable with. And it was, you know, kind of a, one of those things for them last year with Aaron Rodgers uh, that he wasn't really sold on all those receivers that they had. Um, and it seems like, you know, all they really needed was a little, you know, TLC, 10 to 11 care, man. Uh, and they just needed that. And Aaron Rodgers really wasn't giving it to him, being a real a-hole about it. You know what I'm saying? Just not really trying to, you know, help them. Obviously, you know, he can't help them catch the ball, but maybe help them with their route running. Like maybe it's, you know, they're not getting open enough or they're not running at the right I think depth. he was just dumb. I yeah, think he was just dumb with that situation. That and the fact that them and Devontae parted ways didn't help the situation. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, he had they had a lot of uh, drama going on between him retiring, leaving, not paying him, mm -hmm. things like that. But uh, you know, what I'm saying you still got to be a professional at the end of the day. You know, what I'm saying, and I think those receivers mm -hmm. being so young, they just needed, they just needed to be nurtured a little bit more. You know, what I'm saying. So, uh, mm -hmm. but like I said, with Jordan Love there, they're literally all the same player, still young. Still trying to figure out the NFL lifestyle. So uh, I think that helps a lot. And obviously, your quarterback not being able to uh, shake off all the calls is a good positive because he's just going to do what you say do. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he's going to call your plays. He's not going to say, oh, I don't want to do that because he doesn't have the experience to. And I don't think he really mm -hmm. wants to because he's seen how that really affected them winning a lot of games. So, I do think uh, I was really excited to see both of those teams, man. Uh, I'm really excited to see them moving forward. But that game really stood out to me uh, because uh, they they really, really played. Both of them played good. But uh, mm -hmm. I like – I actually want to speak on uh, Green Bay's defense, man. They're running a, a weird – not weird kind of defense, but something you don't really see uh, in today's game. Uh, they run like a, a five defensive line uh, front, and uh, it isolates uh, the blockers. Uh, so it's one on one with everybody. So it lets their linebackers kind of flow without really getting touched for real. So um, it's interesting mm -hmm. to see because um, I don't really we don't see that no more the forty six defense or whatever. But you don't really see a five two like that. Like it don't really uh, you don't mm -hmm. see that too much. So, um, but you can run five two, five three, but whatever. But it's really cool to see, you know what I'm saying, uh, a team do that because up front that gives you the advantage, you know what I'm saying? So, but uh, as we got uh, later in the game, you could see that they need a sub package for that because uh, Atlanta went to like three and four wide and they really couldn't defend that. Like they couldn't get no pressure up front, mm -hmm. and that kind of allowed to get back into the game. So, uh, but yeah, I, I really want—I really mm -hmm. like that. That was a weird, new kind of nuance for uh, me as a defensive guy. I really like seeing that. So, uh, but uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about your Saints, man. Let's talk about them, man. What you? They 
No, their defense, their defense looks really good. Man, they got pressure on Bryce all game. Now, he did make some good throws, but, man, the secondary looks good, and they're getting a really good push up front for pass rush. Like, they, they're disrupting, especially uh, it got called back, but a uh, rookie with Brian Brzee had a strip sack on Bryce Young. Obviously, it didn't count, but, man, like, they were in his face. Uh, that defense has barely out any points in the first two games. This is even going back to last year. They were elite last year, and I think they might be even better this year. Uh, offense, they still got issues. Uh, Derek Carr looks good at times and still struggles with some of these boneheaded throwing into double coverage throws. Uh, yeah, Man, but when he can connect with Olave, that's electric. Like, that's nasty. Because once he gets that ball in the open field, dude, that's that's not good for any defense at all. So, I mean, I think their defense is set. I think offense is just going to take – obviously it's going to take getting through the season to really work out the kinks and try to get him more comfortable with not having to have that gunslinger mentality. Like, you don't have to play hero ball. Right. You don't have to play hero ball. Your defense is going to keep you in the game, but don't throw your offense out of the game with these boneheaded throws because you make good throws. There were times where he'd step up, climb the ladder in the pocket, and he's hitting his receivers open on the money. But then you got some of these other times where he stands back there and he's throwing off his back foot, and you're throwing in double and triple coverage. Like You don't have to try to fit it in that window, dude. Just, just play to your strengths, play to whatever the defense is going to give you, and just go from there. I mean, it doesn't help that Camara's not in right now either. But, I mean, they have other backs they're relying on. So, I mean. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, I, I like I like their defense anyway. I, I love Demario Davis, man. I think uh, I think he's, like, really – he's a really good linebacker, man. Like, he's smart and he's a thumper too, man. So, uh, I like him a lot. And, I mean, you, you still got Cam Jordan, so – He's not going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? He's a beast. Uh, obviously, you still got Lattimore. Uh, so, you got some really good pieces, man. Uh, I'm not was thinking, do y'all still have uh, Tyron Matthew? Yeah, he's still back there with Marcus May. Right, and so. corners, you still got Alante Taylor and Paulson Adebo, too, and they're pretty good as well. Yeah, so defensively, I, I'm not worried about that. I think, I think one of uh, – Kamara comes back, I think that'll open it up a lot. Uh, cause I think uh I think maybe cars um what's the word I'm looking for? Uh pressing a little bit. Uh mm-hmm. in terms because you know he doesn't really probably have a running game that he can rely on, which is really what he had in Oakland. I mean, Josh Jacobs was the leading rusher, I think, one year. So uh, you know, you 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 know, you have that comfortable running game. It, it helps a lot with quarterbacks. So uh, I think I think he might be just pressing, but I mean defensively, like I said, if your defense is like doing what they're supposed to do, getting a mix of the older guys and the younger guys, I think they'll be all right. Because like I said, man, this is probably the best team in the division, uh, NFC NFC South. So I mean, you got the Panthers; they gonna struggle. I told you, man. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that maybe they could sneak up on some teams just because they won't know how to to play them, but like I said, man, they got other issues because that team's just not good. You know what I'm saying? They like, can't protect them. The offensive line, they struggle in pass protection. 
Yeah, see, so like I said, I didn't really I don't follow the Panthers, so I didn't know that their team was actually that bad. But the way they looking, they could really be picking number one again. Like it's not looking pretty at all. <laughs> it's not looking pretty, man. Bryce is running for his life his last year in college, and he's gonna run for his life again. So uh he better look out, you know what I'm saying? So uh, but like I said, man, I think I think he'll be an okay quarterback, man. I think he have a good career. Uh, because I think you know Carolina's, you know, obviously, you know, had a, mm, I'd say a checkered history at quarterback, to say the least. You know what I'm saying? They've yeah. had some some good ones. They've had MVP ones. You know what I'm saying? But they've had some bad ones, man. Jimmy Clark. More Clawson, bad than good. Jimmy Clausen, um, uh, Chris Winkie, you know what I'm saying? Like some really, really bad ones. But I don't think Bryce Young will be that as long as you protect mm-hmm. him, you know what I'm saying? And give him some weapons, man. They got time. Uh, Frank Wright's obviously going to be there for a little bit. So I think he'll be all right, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, like I said, keeping the, the recap of the NFL going, uh, let's talk about the Denver Broncos, man. Um, it's not looking as good as as I thought it would look. You know what I'm saying? And I could be wrong. I could be wrong, man. Maybe it's just me, you know, thinking a lot of Sean Payton because I really like the way he coaches. Uh, but uh, like I said, man, Russ just doesn't look like QB1 to me. Like he just doesn't look like QB1, man. So I want to get your opinion on Russ, man, right now. We're two games in. I know you love Sean Payton. I love Sean Payton. So uh, like what's your what's your thoughts, man? Like is, is he is he trade bait or are they just gonna bite the bullet and release him or does it get better? I don't know. I I, I dude I'm not sold on Russ, dude. I don't know what happened. I don't think he's focused, dude. Ever since he got to Denver, it's like he's had, and obviously they've cut back on the entourage, but that's a thing. It just doesn't seem like his head's in the game, dude. He's not the same as he was in Seattle, and he kind of feels like a more glossed over prima donna kind of, not saying like Aaron Rodgers, but just not. Like, what is going on? Like, and I, I mean, and look, we're two games in. If anybody's going to turn him into something, he's with the perfect head coach. Yeah. He turned Drew Brees into a Super Bowl winning, first ballot Hall of Fame, passing yards leading quarterback. I mean, if anybody can do it, he can. But I will say this, like, they can't afford to release him, dude. There'll be so much for penalty and dead money that they'll owe. Yeah. Uh, The contract's bad. Yeah. So, I mean, if this season, if this season ends up being a wash, Let's just say, worst-case scenario, Denver finishes second to last. Maybe they win five, six games. Worst-case scenario. Maybe worse. You never know. Uh, yeah. Like, and I'm not trying to just hit the panic button. Like I said, we're two games in. But, man, if it get, gets like that, yeah, they'll try to dump that salary off. But the bad thing is they're not going to be – there's always teams that want quarterbacks. But if he plays bad like that, Again, they're not going to be that many suitors for him. 
And no, if there's not going to be that many suitors for him that don't want to take on that contract, then Denver's going to be in a really good place. Yeah, man. Um, like I said, man, I, I, like I said, I'm high on uh, on Sean Payton. I really, really do uh, like him a lot. And he's a quarterback whisperer, man. I mean, you talk about the Cowboys offensive coordinator, bro, before he got the uh, Saints job. So, obviously, he knows what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? He helped with uh, a lot of guys. Uh, I want to say he probably helped with Tony Romo early in his career, which separated him from a lot of the other dudes on that roster. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I just think I just think uh, he can. If anybody can get Russ out this funk, man, it's him. Uh, and like I said, man, I, I don't want to see him released, man, because I feel like he's a He's a really good dude, man. He's a really good guy. Uh, and and you want to see guys like that really win, you know what I'm saying, and really get the shine he deserves, man, because I don't think he gets the respect he deserves, you know, being a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Uh, but, you know what I'm saying, he's got to do it by himself, man, being the guy because mm -hmm. he, you know, he had a defense. So – a really good defense. So it's like you're going to have to fix this. You're going to have to because if, you know, it, it's it's not looking good for a couple of reasons. Why? Because it's a new coaching staff. So they really don't have time for you to get it together. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, they cut down on the off-the-field stuff, which will, mm -hmm. you know, be uh, a positive thing. But – also, this is new ownership. This is not the same ownership that gave him that money. So they're looking for a return on their investment, mm -hmm. at least the return on the investment that the other people gave you. But but this is a like I said, this is a new um a new ownership. Mm -hmm. And I think they're looking they're looking to really, you know, figure out what the future is for them. Are we going to really bank our future on Russ Wilson because he got a big contract and deal with mediocre seasons until the contract becomes easier to separate ourselves from? Or can we really, you know, surround him with some talent and really make a run for it? So it's interesting to see, uh, but Denver hasn't looked very good, man. Not not the last two weeks, man. They just been really, yeah. really mid, in my opinion. So, uh, but uh, like I said, one one of the last games I want to talk about, or if you had some games, you can talk about some too. But one game that I yeah, what uh, one game that uh that I wanted to talk about is Arizona and uh, New York, man. Uh, when I looked at the game oh. on my phone, I was <laughs> looking at like, well. Dang, Arizona actually might be some good. And then I look back and Daniel Jones then brought him back. So uh like I said, man, I think uh I think uh Saquon, I don't know if he's gonna be out for a little bit, which is what we talked about all offseason, the his health, you know, which is why I, I told you that I don't think that they're gonna invest in He's not going to get the money that he wants to get because no, of his help. He's he not. He doesn't. Not even just that. The, freaking, the field they're playing on is not helping his body either, dude. That turf is doing 
I mean, a lot of guys are bringing up it. Like, that's the case at all. Yeah, man. So, uh, like I said, man, like that could, that's a factor. Uh, playing on turf, man, sometimes it's just not good for you. Uh, some people can't run on turf. Some people run better on grass. It's just how you feel. Uh, but um, his injuries are a big issue of why he didn't get the money he wanted, why they were like a stalemate mm-hmm. in contract extension. This is why. You know what I'm saying? This is why I was like, man, when we were talking about early on okay. in the shows, the, the devaluation of the running back, man, because I can invest all this money in you and you don't play. I can get three more running backs that could make up what you do as far as uh, impact and production. So, you know, obviously nobody is mm-hmm. Saquon because Saquon is really an otherworldly talent. But you can kind of soften the blow of losing a Saquon by re- acquiring you know, guys that can do a little bit of everything. You know what I'm saying? So I just hope he's okay because the success of their season depends on on him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, you've seen Daniel Jones just drop the ball again that first week game against Dallas. But it's good to see him, you know, like earning his paycheck a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we ain't playing good. I got to do what I got to do. So it's good to see him kind of take the reins and really show what he can do. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, it was Arizona. They're kind of – I don't know what they're doing. Uh, They might try to tank for Caleb Williams, Drake May, or they might make a run for it. I don't know. Uh, Because they played real good in that that early part of the game and really got up on uh, New York. So obviously, they can score. They can play real good. So um, I don't know. But like I said, I, I was good. I was happy to see uh, Daniel Jones really, uh, really show what he can do, man. Um, like I said, uh, my defensive player of the year, I, I ain't really pay attention to him too much, but he ain't really been making no plays that stand out, you know what I'm saying, which is Kayvon Thibodeau. And obviously, I don't think uh, uh, Brian Burns is going to do anything in Carolina. So just revisiting those picks that I made, I, I don't know. He might do good, you know, but they ain't going to win enough games to really make a difference. So as far as him is concerned, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, man. So uh, you got any games you want to talk about, man? So I've got one team I want to talk about in one game. So if we're going to talk about a crazy team and like, I'm going to keep emphasizing this. We're only two, two games. In. So take it with a grain of salt. Right. But what is going on in Tampa? Tampa's 2-0, and and Baker is not playing horrible. So what is going on in the water down there, and why are they playing like this? Uh, I mean, look, my, my take on it is that, all right, so Baker, you have to break Baker down into, like, three phases to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. College guy. Heisman winner, you know, he was really a really good quarterback in college. So, obviously, he can throw the football, right? So, he goes to Cleveland, Mm -hmm. you know, which is that second part. Uh, You know, you're trying to shed off, you know, all of that 
mystique of being a good college quarterback and try to be a, a really good NFL quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously it's different. And you come into a Brown mm-hmm. a, a Browns team that was like 0-16. So you, you're coming into a situation that was already bad. So, you know, you, you, you have to kind of figure that out. You know what I'm saying? And it was a lot of pressure on him, obviously being a first overall pick. And you, you got a lot of talent around there. You get Nick Chubb. Uh, you end up, you got Miles Garrett. Uh, then you get some guys like, um, I want to, I don't know if they had, uh, yeah, I don't know if they had Jabril Peppers at first. I feel like they did. I feel like they did have Jabril Peppers at first. I don't think they did. I think the Giants drafted him originally. Mm, okay. Now we but, have him. But, but like I said, either way, either way, either way. Either way, but my point is the team was young and they, you know, he it's hard to kind of deal with those expectations, right? Because not only did they do they they drafted well, they actually brought in some really good players. Like Cleveland was really good, bro. Like really good. They had Baker who was playing out of his mind. Uh you had Odell Beckham, you had Jarvis Landry coming off of like Hella seasons of a hundred catches. I mean, I don't know why Miami would would get rid of him, but I mean, the team was loaded, and Joku was looking like he could be something special. So he had a lot of young players, man. And then you know, it just kind of went downhill, dog. Like, I mean, you you get rid of Hugh Jackson, uh, who kind of dealt with a lot of this, you know, foolery. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He had to deal with a lot. Uh, so the guy that drafted him, you know, a lot of the stories is that, you know, Baker kind of pulled a, um, you know, a Magic Johnson, you know what I'm saying? He went behind the back of the coach and got him fired because he felt like, um, I forgot who the dude was after that, but he felt like he was a better fit for what he could do, you know what I'm saying? Help him call plays a little bit better and play better. So, you know, you 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 come in there, you struggling, you fix it because you get to the AFC championship game, uh, I want to say in 2020. So you obviously fix it and the expectations are there. And then, you know, now we're expecting you to do that again. And he didn't handle that well. So he's obviously a yeah, guy. He got hurt, too. He was dealing with a bad injury, too. Yeah, that, too. And you know, saying that can help, that can mess up your psyche as well. So he was dealing with a lot in Cleveland, and then uh, obviously they move on. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you know, he's has a chip on his shoulder as a player, as being you know one of the craziest stories ever. Uh, walk on winning the Heisman. Nobody thought he would do that. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, then you walk on being the first overall pick in the draft. Nobody thought that. You know what I'm saying? So the chip on his shoulder grew even more. I got to prove these guys wrong. But in college, it's easier to be the guy because everybody's kind of on the same playing field. We're trying to get to the NFL. So now you're in the NFL, and it's just not working out. You know what I'm saying? Different people have different uh, motives for how they want to play, what they believe in, what motivates them. 
And you know what I'm saying? You're dealing with a lot with Cleveland. So we shift into this third phase of Baker Mayfield. And now you've been traded a few times. Um, and now you're kind of um you're you're at home now. Now, now you're finally kind of, I guess, able to kind of just relax a little bit. Uh obviously, you know, you leave and go to LA for a little bit and you leave Cleveland, you know what I'm saying? But now you're in a spot where now you don't have to worry about too much. The expectations aren't there. You know what mm. I'm saying? You're mm-hmm. you're not obviously you you're you know, you're kind of in uh Tom Brady's shadow in terms excuse me, in terms of what he did in Tampa, but the expectation for the team wasn't to win a Super Bowl this year. We even said that. We don't think they're gonna do it. But them being two and oh is not really surprising because this is kind of what Baker is. You know what I'm saying? Nobody really thinks we can win and I'm gonna prove people wrong. So it's not really surprising to me that they got off to a hot start because this is just fits him. You know what I'm saying? So it it it, mm-hmm. it it may be surprising to other people, but for for college football fans like us, we understand that Baker is a chip on the shoulder kind of guy. So when the expectations aren't mm-hmm. for him to win, he, he rises to the occasion. And when they are for him to win, you can see it's not that good. So I think it's a good spot. And I think they're all right, man. 2-0. They got some really good players. And I think they'll be all right. But like I said, Baker is in that third phase of his life right now. And we'll see how it goes. But so far, so good. Like I said, I mm-hmm. want to see Ty Bowles keep his job. That's all I want to say. I want to see him keep his job mm-hmm. because he's really had a, a rough go at it when it terms when it comes to he has his job opportunities, you know what I'm saying? We discussed it earlier on the show, so I won't um, get into it. But he's had a, a tough look with quarterbacks, so hopefully he can do it. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. Yeah. So the only other game I really want to talk about is the Miami and New England game because that was actually a pretty good game. I told you. Uh, I, told you he, I told you. I but told you. the only thing thing I'm really concerned about is they need to work on they're good in the run game. Stevenson looked really good. Uh, they need to work on pass protection because I could tell that he was getting frustrated trying to hit Juju, trying to hit Kendrick Bourne, trying to hit these guys, and there'd be a lot of times that they were open. He's just not getting the appropriate time. And, I mean, you keep getting knocked around and keep getting hit when you're trying to make plays. Man, they would start a drive, and then it would just be they hit a brick wall. He just couldn't get the ball out, or he couldn't get it the way he wanted to. I mean, they contained Miami's offense pretty decent. Like, and I mean, me, me and you both said this, like, if anybody's going to be able to contain that offense, it's going to be the Patriots. And uh, yeah. their defense didn't look that bad, obviously. They're going to get worn down after a while having to play against that speed and that offense. But, man, if they can just protect Mac and just give him a little more time. I'm not saying keep him in the pocket for 30 seconds and trying to find somebody, but he's got weapons. They have a run game, and they have a defense. If you can pass protect him, that team's dangerous. They could have won that game even with the lackluster pass protection. So I think that's 
definitely something to look forward to for them. But that's alarming for the Dolphins in a sense that, okay, just like how you said, they're going to figure it out and they're going to have other teams that are going to try to key in on that. And they're going to say, okay, they were able to kind of con- not fully contain, but they were able to kind of contain that offense and not let them explode. How can we take what they did and make it to how we work and be able to turn that into a winning product? I told you, man. Like I told you, man, Belichick is a genius, man. Like I said, he's a genius, and he is the architect of a lot of uh, defenses that have stopped number one offenses. And, you know, the NFL is a copycat league, so uh, they obviously, you know, have, you know, you know, they can use the – the uh, the strategy that he used all season. And, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, everybody will have their own spin on it. But the key to it is Mm -hmm. trying to stop one of their fast receivers. One. That's it. Pick which one you want to stop and hope the other one don't beat you. Because Tyreek Hill didn't do much. Got a touchdown, I think 40 yards or something like that. But not nothing crazy like he usually can do. Like, I don't know what Jalen Waddle did. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, obviously, they probably let Jalen Waddle do him. But, obviously, you know, you're looking at the team. Like I said, it's going to be a blueprint to stop them. You know what I'm saying? Because they can pass, but I don't know how their running game looks, to be honest with you. So, at some point, you know what I'm saying, somebody's Mm going to figure it out, like Belichick did, that we're going to just put the umbrella on them. You know what I'm saying? Not give up no big plays and just let them nickel and diamonds down the field. If they score, they score, but they're not going to score real fast. And, you know what I'm saying, that could uh, allow them, allow other teams to put, um, just put them in positions of being greedy. You know what I'm saying? And one thing about about Tua, um, he's a greedy quarterback sometimes. And uh, that, you know, that hurt us, you know, with him in college. Uh, reason why, you know, obviously we didn't have protection. That kind of helped. But a game against Clemson that kind of went off the rails, he was the quarterback for that team. You know what I'm saying? And instead of just kind of taking what the defense gave you, uh, you wanted to, you know, hit Judy for a 90-yard touchdown. Or, you know, you wanted to hit, uh, you know, Smitty or Ruggs for a 70-yard touchdown instead of just taking the check down. And uh, I think that's a strategy for people moving forward to just kind of put the umbrella on them and make them impatient about how their offense can be. And when you're impatient, Mm -hmm. you're going to get some uh, turnovers and, you know, Mm -hmm. two is on fire right now. I think he's probably the MVP front runner. He's had what two 400 yard passing games or something like that. Something crazy. Right. So he's doing really good right now. He's looking really, really good. But like I said, He's gonna play better teams like that than than that. So, uh, and people are gonna start putting the umbrella on him. And when you put the umbrella on him, you gotta hold that ball a little bit longer than you would. And he ain't been mm-hmm. hit. So, as you get later on in the season, those hits start to wear on you. And like I said, mm-hmm. he been hit yet. And like I said, I hope he stays healthy. Nobody wants to see him get hurt. But the goal of a defense is to put the quarterback on his butt. Quarterback can't throw it if you're on his ass. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so. Nope. Uh, not think, when you're not when you're starting left tackle, who you paid all that money is freaking hurt like always. 
So, I mean, at some point, he's going to get knocked around. Yeah, so, you know, like I said, it just remains to be seen, man. But like I said, I like to see Belichick go against, like, offenses that are really prolific because his track record is really good at stopping them. So, uh, like I said, I was uh, glad to see Miami win. I think we both picked uh, them to win. Uh, but I do think uh, it was good to see them win. Uh, I want to see them because that's my Super Bowl uh, pick out of AFC, so I kind of want to see him do it. I don't want to see anybody stop him. I definitely don't want to see Tua get hurt because that means <laughs> they're not going anywhere. Uh, but I do like defense, man, and I like seeing, you know, good defense. So I saw a lot. Uh, but I think Mac Jones would be all right, man. But protection is an issue. I did see that. Uh, but it, it's an issue, but it's nothing that can't be resolved because, you know, Belichick ain't, mm-hmm. ain't slow to cut nobody. He will cut you real quick if you're not doing your job. So uh, that ain't nothing mm-hmm. that, that, you know, that ain't nothing that, that can be not fixed. You know what I'm saying? He can fix that. But sometimes it's just scheme. And sometimes you just play a defensive line that's really good. Like some people just mm-hmm. can really get after the quarterback, man. And that's just kind of how it is. But like I said, I don't think they're going to play many defensive lines like that. And it's definitely one of those things that uh that they can be fixed. And if anybody can fix it, it's Belichick. He done seen everything, done everything. So I got faith in him doing anything. Like I don't doubt the big man. <laughs> so true. So yeah, man. Uh but yeah, so uh that was our uh college football and NFL recap, man. Uh like I said, we hope you enjoyed it, man. Uh, like I said, expect our uh, preview show sometime this week uh, to, you know, both college and pro uh, preview. Uh, we're going to do some some other stuff, too. Uh, so just be looking out. Obviously, we're going to keep the content rolling. We try to be consistent. But like I said, before we get up out of here, anything you got to say, bro? Uh, we just want to thank you guys for all the support. Uh, it really seems like you guys are enjoying the shorts. So we're going to make sure we keep pumping that stuff out. And, I mean, that comes from all these quality, really good videos that you guys have tuned into as well. So, uh, like you said, we're going to have our preview. We just did the recap. We're going to have a preview. We're going to kind of try to delve back into some of these other, like, different segments and series and stuff that we've uh, opened up for you guys. So just stay tuned. And uh, like I said before, like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell notification, never miss a beat, and just stay on for the ride. Because I think we got a lot of really cool stuff that y'all enjoy. Man, couldn't have said it better myself, man. So, uh, like I said, man, I'm Cam. That's Brandon. This is a football frame of mind podcast. Signing off. <laughs>